sounds on the beat. On the beat. I just hopped up out the train, about to do another show. Cashing my checks in, then I do the woo -woo. Either I'm fast or the city really slow. Cause I'm passing them like, bro, let's go. Oh, they mad, huh? Oh, they mad, huh? The gag is, I'ma shade anyway. But the gag is, I'ma show out all day. And the gag is, they gon' tune in anyway. <laughs> These bitches could never. know how hard I work. I actually work hard. Today is one of those days where I've had two shows plus this show plus the clubhouse show plus I went on Bigo today. I'll never go over there no more. Um and a litany of calls and texts and emails or whatever and I was able to take some time to myself today. I don't know about y'all but my year has started out crazy. It is it has really started in a very phenomenal way. Side note, I had a party this the other day uh, for the Super Bowl, and T.I. came. I got to stop drinking in public because I he could have walked up on me, and I wouldn't even know. I mean, I did have 10 security there, though, and I would have been okay. But not that we even have problems, but it's just like when you talk about people for a living, you kind of want to know what's going on at all times. But shout out to T.I. for coming through. Huh? Tiny was there, too? Oh, now I like Tiny. So Tiny was there. Too. I don't know what's going on over there in Atlanta with them charges, though, because after we interviewed Sabrina Peterson, didn't things kind of get quiet? I hope it all works itself out. I don't know what's going on. I like Tiny. She's I've always said she's one of the nicest people I've ever met. Uh, she's just a genuinely nice person. And um, and yeah, so shout to Tiny and T.I. for coming. It was a good party. All right. What's up? This is gagging with Jason Lee. You know who I am. I'm Jason Lee. And we're going to have a uh, an exciting show today. I'm letting y'all know right now I will not be here next Tuesday because I'm leaving in the morning for Atlanta and Miami. 
I was supposed to go to Dubai, but that trip just got canceled because Floyd's not going there. So we're going to be in, in Miami for a little bit. But nonetheless, I'm here tonight and I'm going to give you a chance to come and talk to me. So I want y'all, I want to see my people today. So get on the video. Let me put up the phone number and the video link right now. It's 1402 Gagging. That's how you can come and talk to me. You should actually save that in your phone as gagging. And then if you have a partner and they look in your phone, you know, maybe they'll think it's some extracurricular activity. But it's sponsored by Jason Lee, so either way, you'll be fine. All right, now look, that's the link right there. This is the video link, so if you want to come up here and gag with me live, make sure you get in the queue. Because, you know, uh, folks may come up here and want to take up all the time. All right, let me put up the disclaimer now, just so that way we can just get to it. This is the disclaimer. This basically says that we're going to do a lot and say a lot. Uh, and you may be unhappy with it or whatever, but either way, it's not my fault. And that I have the right to use some stuff, and I'm going to use it. All right, cool. <sighs> Sometimes you just got to take a deep breath. Um, you know, when we first started the show, we used to have, where's the gag nation that they used to pull up on the video? We don't see the Bell Twins anymore. We don't see, uh, I know they said uh, Gina be in the comments. Sharon took off last week. I see Jameer here, and I see Amberlynn here. You know, I know who my rider dies are. Uh, what's the boy name that got banned from the show? Zaydon. Um, and who? Oh, yeah, Corinthian. All that. Where are they at? Are they in the comments, or are they just not here anymore? Either way, we have a lot of new gaggers, so we're glad to give you uh, things to gag on every Tuesday. Make sure you're sharing this with your friends and telling people to pull up. Uh, we still got Weedy Poo. Mm-hmm. It's a lot going on. And I know what I'm supposed to do. It's the tea with Jason Lee. I think the team uh, bets whether or not I'm going to remember my own intros. Um, and there's so much going on in this little head of mine that uh, I'm just trying to shine. Uh, but either way, I showed up to work today. Let's get into a Kodak Black. Why y'all put this picture of him up there? Now, if this don't look like a gremlin, I don't know what does. Don't this look like what Tasha K is going to look like after she paid that $4 million? But she don't really have four. But you know what? Mm -mm. <laughs> the fact that my staff keep that photo on standby just in case, a mess. <laughs> Kodak Black was shot here in L.A. outside of Justin Bieber's party. Now, isn't it something when you go to a Justin Bieber party and get shot? Like, you grew up in every type of hood. You fight every day through struggle, combing your hair, all types of things to get shot at a Justin Bieber party. Baby, baby, baby. Ooh. You got shot at that party. And the crazier part than that is I was at the party right before the shooting happened. I walked in. I saw Amber Rose. I just, I, we had a moment. And then the liquor started to come over me and the lights came on and I was out. Because I'm going to tell you right now, when I walked in the party and I saw what type of party it was, you know, our parties, and I've said this on Twitter, y'all try to drag me, we all know the let out. We know the let out be problematic. And in this instance, uh, Kodak Black was shot. So three people were shot at this party uh, in, at a place called Nice Guy here in L.A. And this is a place that's very, very private. You got to know somebody to get in. You can't just walk in there. And it's confirmed now that Kodak Black was one of the people that got shot and he was shot in the leg. So Kodak, Little Baby, and Gunna were talking with fans near the street, and a fight broke out, and at least 10 shots were fired. Now, let me show you the video of this fight. Take a look. Oh, 
Now, it's being reported that the fight began with someone in Kodak's crew being jumped by an unknown assailant. So uh, apparently this fight broke out and then this, the the uh, the shooting got to happen. Now, they're saying that Kodak tried to get involved and break it up um, or get involved and intervene in the situation. They're saying that he swung on the person. And that's when gunfire uh, opened up uh, by the gunman. Now, it's unclear if it's the same person that was attacking his friend, but either way, Kodak was hit in the leg and rushed to a hospital. You know, the ironic part about all this is that Kodak Black was the same person who took a shot at Lauren London when uh, Nipsey Hussle got killed. And I remember a lot of people in LA, radio stations were banning him. People were really upset about that. And I thought it was distasteful. We talked about it on one of my shows. Um, do we have that post? Let me show you the post. This is what he said right here. He posted on his social media. And people thought that that was really disrespectful because Nipsey is a legend here in L.A. And, um, you know, it would have been really crazy if something really seriously would have happened to him besides just getting shot. And if you think about it, you know, Biggie was killed here in L.A. years ago during the after party for the, so the not the Soul Train Awards. Was it so no, it was one of the awards, Source Awards or something. I don't remember. But either way, he was killed at a Vibe after party. These after parties are not always safe because you got to think about it. All the beef that's going on in hip hop, all the beef going on with gang members in Los Angeles, all the beef with people who haven't seen each other in years showing up on these weekends in cities like L.A., New York, Atlanta, Miami. Things happen. And a lot of people were out. I'll tell you, I'm not a rapper, but because of what I do, I had so much security this weekend everywhere I went. Now, people uh, are, are very unclear about who the other two people were that were shot and the third one injured from the incident. Those uh, Their identifications have not been released yet. Now, new, for, new footage has surfaced where it shows what happened prior to the shooting where Kodak Gun and Lil Baby were posing with photos and talking to each other outside the lounge. Did we show that already? There's a new one? Show it. Okay, Wong, let's go. 
Whatever y'all gonna do, we gonna walk this way. Give us some more. Give us some more. Let's give us some more. Let's make a line. We ain't trying to bump into y'all. Y'all bumping us. The real ones. I got you. I got you. I got you. That's a good approach. Going this way. Watch out. Watch out. Watch out. Whoa, shit. What? Whoa. Why he look like Buzz Lightyear getting up out of there? You know, I'll tell you with me, I'll tell you with me, I don't mess around. If you ever see me out in public, I'm the most social on the inside. But when it comes to getting from inside to the car, I am boom, and I'm walk out and I walk straight to the car. I'm going to start telling my driver, had that door open for me as soon as I walk out. And this is why another reason why I'm going to just stop getting so lit because you never know what's going to go down. When you out in these LA streets are not, this is this is the wild, wild west, literally. So now the shooter's still out there. TMZ got good footage. I'm sure that they're going to figure out who did it. People don't like telling in hip hop. I'm a snitch, by the way. I'm not of street culture. I will tell on you, if I was there that night, I probably wouldn't have told because it didn't, ha didn't happen to me. But if it would have happened to me, I would have told. We're gonna? Did we see her? Yeah. Run that video back again. Okay, Wong, let's go. Hold up. One, two, three. Hold up. Let's get some right here. One, two, three. One, two, three. Legendary, guys. Whatever y'all gonna do, we gonna walk this way. Give us some more. Give us some more. Let's give us some more. Let's make a line. We ain't trying to bump into y'all. Y'all bumping us. The real ones. I got you. I got you. I got you. That's a good approach. Going this way. Watch out. Watch out. Watch out. Whoa, shit, what? Damn, Chloe, you got your whole tea spilled on an accident. Could, can't go out nowhere. Just sit up in there, perched up. What's her song called? Yeah, have mercy. Have mercy? <laughs> have mercy on me. Well, somewhere Hallie's preparing for the Little Mermaid, like, this is ghetto. She getting that Disney money. She ain't about to fuck up that Disney bag because you want to run around with Gunna. His name is Gunna in the middle of a shooting. Gunna, what's going on? Gunna and Chloe, do we are we here for them? Damn, everybody over here saying no. I'm not gonna be a hater on black love. She was out there twerking that thing and she caught his attention, and now he gunna just shooting it all up. <laughs> And she's not the innocent little sister that sang acapella anymore, right? In her bedroom on YouTube. She's she out there, she out there with the source awards. All right. Well, look, uh, God bless everybody involved. I'm glad nobody died. Kodak Black, go back home. Just stay out of LA. 
do people like Kodak Black? There's a mix. Some said, Alexis said some. Kelvin said no. Johnny shrugged the shoulders. It's, <laughs> they don't make rappers like they used to. Okay, bye, Kodak. Y'all gonna stop playing uh, at Diddy House. Uh, y'all done went to Diddy House and jumped over the gate. I've been to this house. I have to tell you, there was a time that I wanted to jump the gate too. I was waiting outside of his house while everybody was arriving to this party and they weren't letting me in. I mean, clearly I wasn't, you know, as clout, as clouded up as I am now. But I was still Jason Lee. I was still Hollywood Unlocked. They left me outside. Uh, and uh, I remember Beyonce walking through. The minute I saw Beyonce walk through, because me and my friends were like, we out of here. As soon as we seen Beyonce walking, we were like, no, we're going in the house. And we did get in. That was actually the first day I met little, uh, baby too. So uh, this house has a huge gate around it. And then they have armed security at the gate. So if you do make it over the gate, there's security that are literally right there waiting for you. This is a massive house. Uh, and it is a it's a flat house, so there's no upstairs, downstairs, but it's very like the driveway is very grand, and then the entrance into the house is very big. But more importantly, there's a there's a security shack right on the other side of that gate. Well, this aspiring rapper didn't know that, and he wanted to play his uh, mixtape for Diddy, and he took it into his own hands, literally by putting them on the gate and trying to jump over it. The man's name is Isaiah Smalls. He continued to bang on the security gate. See, I told you, I, I didn't even know this was in telephone. And he eventually jumped over it. And then uh, uh, he was quickly, uh, you know, uh, uh, detained by security. Let me show you all the video. Take a look. Who is that? Now you see that house right there? That's Diddy House. I know where that house is. I'm not giving you the address because some of y'all might be sure to go and uh, jump the gate. But um, the cops arrived at the scene and took Isaiah Smalls into custody. And so now the aspiring musician is being charged with trespassing. I guess uh, it got me locked out. They won't let me out. Ain't that a song? He should remix that. Was that is that um, Akon? Hmm. His name is Isaiah Smalls. <laughs> is that Biggie, son? Well, Diddy is not uh, new to people trying to break into his house. This ain't the first time. In January 2021, burglars tried to uh, get the door open there in his Toluca Lake home where ex-girlfriend and mother of three of his kids, Kimberly Porter, uh, was found dead in 2018. And a caretaker at the residence called uh, the police. But still to this day, they haven't been told if it was a burglar burglar, or, or, or some other situation. Now, I will remind you that mental health is real. And these people walking down the streets, you know, you don't want to shoot nobody if they have a mental illness. But if you break in somebody's house, shouldn't you be shot? And why would you go to Diddy's house? Diddy ain't making, I mean, he's making music, but he ain't about to make you those star. Run the video. Let me look at him. Run the video one more time. Let me let me look at this person. Run. Facts. Run. Tell this in my shit. Let me stop being a shit. Was that an overnight bag? Where, where were you going? Bag lady. I don't know. Thank you for the super chat. Mm -hmm. What else do we talk about? I mean, somebody tried to break in Diddy's house. Why do we even care? Like Diddy's rich. He could afford, like, you. I'll tell you this. If I had Diddy's money, because I got money, but I ain't got Diddy's money. If I had Diddy money, I would have security outside my house too. Like at least at night. Um, T.S. Madison's calling. Hold on. I'm in the middle of a live ass show. Who are you on the show with? Say hi, T.S. Madison. I'm on gagging right now. Let me call you back. 
I'm coming to Atlanta tomorrow. Goodbye. Bye. I got the most ghetto friends. <laughs> T.S. Madison is so ghetto. I'm proud of you. Make sure you're watching her show on Fox Soul. All right, now look. Bye, Diddy. Bye. Puff. Puff, puff. Pass. <laughs> All right, look. So y'all been on my social media with a lot to say because I ran into this guy the other day. Now look, I don't care that you guys hate the baby. I don't hate the baby. I've never hated the baby. I thought that he did too much and I felt like he didn't handle himself right when it all went down. But you know, he probably got a white publicist that was telling him, what to do. oh, it's gonna blow over those blacks, those gays, they'll be fine. No, nigga, gay people don't forget. And then we multiply. <laughs> like we get mad and then it grows like cancer. Like we don't get mad and go away. Black people do that. Gay people, we get mad and we organize. So let's just be very clear. Uh, I never hated the baby. I just, I wish he would have handled the situation with the whole HIV thing and comments that I wrote on But anyway, I ran into him. I'll show you a picture in a minute. So y'all may remember Danny Lay, who's the mother of the baby's baby, was on live when they had that whole fallout. And he was recording on her live. And then she he called the police to put her out. And then she didn't have nowhere to go because she had gave up her place. And then she wasn't talking to her family because she said he isolated her from the family. And then the brother came online saying basically he would pull up and beat the baby's ass. Of course, I took advantage of that and interviewed the brother. By the way, I asked the baby if he saw the interview and he did. Um, and <laughs> that's probably what led to what I'm about to tell y'all. But look, I'm just a journalist, okay? I just ask questions. I'm not even a fucking journalist. How did I even create this company? Like, how I, I need to know my own story. One day I woke up and said, I'm going to unlock Hollywood. Hollywood unlock. And now here I am moderating the beef between one of the biggest rappers in hip-hop and, and, and his baby mama brother. Like, this is crazy, right? But anyway, less tea, more cappuccino. Mm. So, okay. So I caught you all up on what happened, right? Isn't it sad that Wendy Williams isn't coming back? Damn. I just thought about that when I whispered because that's what she does. She's not I she's not coming back. And and I'll get into how I know that later, but damn. Okay, well anyway, um so I caught you up to speed on what happened between Brandon Bills and the baby. Well, I reached out to Brandon about coming on the show. My other show, Hollywood Unlocked with Jason Lee Uncensored. Now, I don't know what assets I have in here, so let me break it up. Let me show you a photo of the baby. This is the baby, okay? Now, this is he and I the other night at Kanye's, uh, he, Kanye West had a viewing party for, sorry, Netflix had a viewing party for Kanye's new documentary called Genius. By the way, all y'all motherfuckers need to go watch it because it. I ain't gonna lie, I almost cried watching it because it is so emotional his mother man his relationship with his mom it was sad man because you could tell how much she means to him and how important she was in his life and when those important pieces are missing a part of you is missing you know so like when we talk about humanizing him that really came through but but the baby was there and you know i ran into him backstage and I, he was standing there talking to the homies i was like you know what I'm just going to go up and say what's up, you know, because we write so much about him. We talk about him. We've talked to the brother. So I'm sure he's going to have something to say. And I walked up to him and I spoke and he goes, hey, man, y'all got to get the narrative right. Y'all got to get the narrative right. 
And I'm like, hey, well, we're, we're helping Ye control his narrative. We can help you control yours. So we get to talking about him interviewing Hollywood Unlocked. I gave him my number. Um, I didn't press him to text me, but, you know, he has my number. But nonetheless, uh, I asked him if he saw my interview with Brandon Bills, and he said he had. Now, in the interview where I asked Brandon specifically about his issues with the baby and all the stuff that went down with his sister, he said some he said some, huh? He said some wild shit. And watch my face when he tells me, because that's where the real tea is. I'm sipping cappuccino now, but when it comes to my face, the face is straight tea. Look. So now, if the baby's watching this and he wanted to catch the fa the fade, who's gonna win? You or him? I'm gonna knock him out, bro. I put two million dollars on that shit. I got a whoa. I got I got people right now. They're telling me they're gonna put the bag up, bro. We could put this bag up. We could get millions, millions, bro. I will get in that ring and I will knock him out. He won't even touch me. I promise you that. I put all my money on that. And all everybody around me gonna put money on me because they know what time it is. He's not touching me. He's five feet tall. I've been around him. He's not touching me. Is is the baby only five foot tall? He's five feet tall, bro. He can't fuck with me. He don't mess with the wrong person. I guess they underestimated me. I guess they thought I was some chump out here in LA that people don't really mess with. But like people really, really, really mess with me. I'm solid out here. You know what I'm saying? You you mess with me, Jason. You know me from way back in the day. Mm -hmm. No, yeah, I've known you for a long time. Let me ask you, um, you know, one person I think can set this whole fight thing up is Wack. And Wack is, he knows him. So if you know Wack, you got to talk. Wack knows how to set this up. I mean, I hope that it, there some type of resolution happens because Danny's a pretty girl. She has a beautiful baby. You know, it seems like your mom is really sweet and the family's really tight or it was at one point. And, and now with, with the situation kind of coming to a head and her out of there, hopefully it's an opportunity for you all to come together as a family. Yeah, I'm I'm dying to come together as a family, to be honest. Um, you can tell Wack, he can set that up. You know what I'm saying? Wack could come catch this fade too. I'll get in the ring and I'll catch this fade with him too, bro. Straight up. I don't care. I don't know why a, a old man, grown man, is butting into my business that gotta do with my family. You feel me? If this, if I was imagine if Wack was in my shoes and the baby did that shit to his daughter and to his little sis. He would be doing the same shit I'll be doing. He'd be doing the same stuff I'll be doing, defending his family and his sister. You know what I'm saying? I don't know why he's trying to take a faith for another man. I don't even got to take that faith with Wack. I got niggas out here that'll take that faith for me. You feel me? I don't even got to take it, but I will take it. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I, I'm not soft. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll really get in the ring. I'll really get in the street, and we can catch that faith. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll really throw hands out here. I don't been in mad fights in my life. Like, that shit don't phase me. You know what I'm saying? And hey, niggas so better put some respect want, hey, on Brandon Bills, bro. You feel wait, me? So you, want, you, want to catch, you want to catch the fade with Wack, too? No, I don't want to catch the fade with Wack. That's not what I said. I said he could catch his fade, too, if he want to catch the fade for the baby or whoever, whatever his name is. You feel me? I don't know why he 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 getting in business. I got nothing to do with him trying to catch a fade for somebody else. I said I want to catch a fade with you already know who. You know what I'm saying? For disrespecting my system, disrespecting my family, disrespecting my country, and disrespecting just everything. Disrespecting women. He said, I'm going to fight you for the whole country. Like, <laughs> my face was, the T was my face because that, I mean, wow. Well, listen, let me show you a picture of Danny Lay and, and her daughter. This is Danny Lay and the baby. They are so fucking gorgeous. First of all, Danny Lay is a beautiful girl and the baby is so cute. Why does the baby look like the baby? With the little cheeks and all that. Okay. Well, anyway, they look cute. Uh, 
Let me say this. I do know Brandon Bills because that seemed kind of shady. Like I was going, uh uh-uh. I just was caught off guard by him saying it because I wanted to make it very clear. I didn't want it to look like I was doing a biased interview with him because I do know him. Um, Brandon was in Miami. He's an artist. But before that, he was also a barber. And he he cut me a couple of times and cut, I think, some people from the money team. And he's a cool guy. When you know him, he's a cool guy. That's why I was like so surprised that all this was happening. But I also understand him fighting for his sister. But then I also understand the baby doesn't give a fuck because the baby pulled up and baby. And I'm going to tell y'all, in L.A., there's this thing where people in L.A. love to go to the bowling alley. The bowling alley is a breeding ground for violence. Okay, this is not a place where your little kids got their little Mickey Mouse bowling balls, throwing them down the lane too. Nah, niggas is in there at the bar getting drunk. No. So I had got invited to go to the bowling alley. You know what I said? Mm-mm, ghetto. Not doing it. Sorry. I'm a little too bougie now. Not doing it. Well, baby, uh, the baby went to the bowling alley because he, he heard that the bowling was going down and that the bills was in the building. And he ran into him and this is what happened. <laughs> About my hair, niggas didn't catch no fair one. Niggas didn't came and jump me, my nigga. Once I slipped, nigga, I spoke to you like a man, my nigga. I say, yo, come, let's talk one on one like some men, my nigga. Me and you on the side, my nigga. On some real nigga shit, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? That's some bitch ass nigga shit. Ain't no brownie points there, my nigga. Niggas grab me by my fucking hair, nigga, on that slippery ass floor, my nigga. Fuck out of here, nigga. One, one, one person, nigga. I was by myself, nigga, and I stood right there, nigga. I spoke to you. Well, all your niggas right there, my nigga. I bet you that shit would have been not been slippery, nigga. I would have been throwing, nigga. It would have been on, my nigga. It would have been on for real. Listen, I, a couple feelings. One, on some real shit, my brother got murdered in a bowling alley, so I'm already very sensitive to those kind of environments. And that sound that you hear of all the tussling and bustling and this and this and the chatter, that's literally what happens before people get killed. And, and somebody with all those people in there, somebody in there had a gun, somebody could have died. I carry a gun on me everywhere I go. And I can tell you right now, I don't want no beef with nobody. 
But if anybody run up on me like that, it's going to be Kodak Black Part 2. I'm going to start shooting everything in there because I have the right to defend myself. People got to be careful. But but clearly, you know, the baby don't care and they don't care. Uh, they ran up on that man like that. But at the same time, Brandon, you gaslit him into a fight. You told him it was on when you saw him. You called him out. You wanted to fight. You say you want to do it for money. But either way, real niggas do real nigga shit. And he pulled up on you, and that's what happens. And also, I'm going to tell you right now, you talk about one-on-one. There is no rule in fighting. If you run up on me and I'm with 20 people, every single last one of them, including Rob, better fight. I don't care if you swinging or throwing bricks or throwing bats or some. Everybody in that motherfucking group better fight. If you do not fight, because I made this rule after Rob, if you do not fight, when I fight, you never got to get to come around me again. Now, my employees are exempt because it's workers' comp and I ain't trying to pay for time off. But everybody else got to fight, okay? Uh, there's no such thing as fair in fighting. Even if I could beat you up, if I get to the point where I got to hit you, if there's something laying around, like this mug, I'm going to hit you like they did Gina Davis in uh, Long Kiss Goodnight. I'm going to hit you with it and keep it pushing. Uh, and the other thing is how ghetto is it for you guys to fight on those slippery ass floors? Do you know if you even run past that line throwing bowling, you will slip and fall and break your neck. You know, they wanted to beat his ass when they went all the way into the lane where it was slippery. Uh, this is just sad because ultimately Danny lay is somewhere at home saying we shall overcome. We just, we just needed to be over with the baby and Brandon, uh, bills. I don't know if this is over. I just wish peace for the baby and I, I wish peace for Brandon. You know, all of them deserve to have peace. Peace is priceless. And there's a kid involved, not to mention that. Now, the baby is speaking out publicly about this since the beatdown. And this is what he said to TMZ. Hey, baby. Fly. What, hey, what, what happened over there with Brandon Bill? Self-defense. Self-defense? Shit running around threatening people. Okay. Let me see that right there. Would, would you, he says he, want, he wants to catch a fair one. One on one, would would you be interested Thank in doing it? Do or is that just like? Thank you, baby. Did he say self defense? The baby, you a damn fool. Where was the self defense? He's by himself eating a Klondike bar, drinking some over there, and you just punched his drink out of his hand. But he did threaten him, so maybe he was preemptive striking him. The way that Bush did Iraq when we was going to look for Osama in um, the other country. My point is, if the white people can use self-defense as an excuse, so could the baby. But that was the damn lie. All right, well, baby can't go bowling no more. They didn't ban him. California bowling alley said, don't come back. No more, no more, no more. Now, when you get banned from a bowling alley, don't you hit an all-time low? Like, your kid can't go bowling. You can't have no party there. God forbid this would have been Chuck E. Cheese. No rat coming out. No pizza halftime. <laughs> and then he said, it was wrong that they pulled his hair. I'm going to pull your hair. If I fight you, I'm going to pull your hair. I'm going to scratch you. I'm going to spit on you. I'm going to bite you. I, I ain't no rules in fighting. Right? Ain't no rules in fighting. Is there? Oh, no, I call the police, too, but I'm just saying, if we do get down and dirty. Because I got in a fight one time at the Abbey, and Rob was there. And this man had the nerve to call me a monkey and told me I was ugly after I complimented him. Baby, I counted down, and the minute them two minutes hit, I picked up a chair and wore his ass all the way. I beat him like a dog. 
with that chair. And then the white man snatched the chair out of my hand and I started beating him up. I got on the ground. Look, you know, when you big and you heavy set and you get on somebody when you beating them up, once you on top of them, you know, the fight's over, right? They should just lay there and take those beatings into the, just take them beatings. Cause you ain't, my fat ass wasn't getting off of him. I beat his ass. Everybody talking about, that's not fair. You hit him with a chair. Well, that was the only thing that was there. All right. Hold on. You know what's so crazy? Y'all got a, the black folks uh, with the Black Lives Matter movement. Y'all got a new hero. <laughs> black folks just giving out hero badges. Now, shout out to Eminem because he's one of the best rappers ever from what people in hip hop say. I don't really listen to hip hop like that. But he's great, right? He's good lyricist. I need to do something about my addiction to this popcorn. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, Eminem is in the news because he's saying fuck the NFL. He uh, took a knee during the Super Bowl performance, which shocked everybody. What shocked me was that white people didn't cancel him the way they've been canceling black folks for doing it. But either way, he's defied the NFL rules by taking a knee during the Super Bowl halftime show. Now, mind you, this is the most watched thing ever with families, kids, parents all over the world. You know, I thought Mary J. Blige falling out was the, the was the thing, but it was this. <laughs> Mary J. Blige just fell. She just she now she didn't became a meme, huh? Mm -hmm. Y'all gonna stop calling her auntie, by the way. Cause y'all y'all not saying it in a nice and endearing way. You basically are saying she's old. And Mary J. Blige looks good as fucking person, just by the way, just to be very clear. Well, he and other artists were told not to take any political stand or do any political statements during the performance. But after performing Lose Yourself, Eminem took a knee to the performance to the performance and then transitioned to Kendrick Lamar's song, Mad City. Let me show you a picture. This is it right here. Now, I don't know if his hand was on his head because he was in the middle of critical thinking or if he had a headache. But either way, you know, he, he took a risk by standing for a cause that Black folks have not been able to do. Now, it was reported earlier that Eminem was told not to kneel specifically during the halftime performance. And after he told officials that he wanted to pay tribute to Colin Kaepernick. So this uh, halftime show that was a massive thing with Dr. Dre, Mary J. Blige, Snoop Dogg, and Kitchell Lamar were also told that they couldn't do it. And they chose not to. Dr. Dre was apparently upset. And they're saying that he was disgustingly censored by officials now. People were really uncomfortable uh, around the, the 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 song or the lyrics still Dre and Snoop Dogg's attire for the show. A lot of people had concerns. But you know what's crazy? They know that black folks are the hot sauce. So they know by having them come and show up that they were going to bring in the numbers. And they did. It was a great halftime show. A lot of celebrities were posting on social media about it. A lot of the same uh, celebrities who were banning the NFL after they fired Colin were posted about it. I guess uh, they didn't really care. <laughs> Either way, reps from the NFL have denied that there was any controversy surrounding the halftime show, but we all saw it. Isn't it funny how this has kind of gone away? But if it was somebody black, right? Hmm. Wouldn't it have been dope if Ye would have ran out there and got on the ground to put it to a knee? <laughs> Can you imagine? 
Hmm. Did you guys like the performance? I don't want to say no names, but some of those people on stage were aging, right? Doesn't it make you think of your own mortality when you see 50 Cent hanging upside down? When you know he shouldn't be hanging upside down? And then Dr. Dre's divorce got him out here looking just a little thick. Let me leave this alone because I don't have enough security. <laughs> Bye. Mm, 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 mm. This next topic has been on my Instagram all day. Speaking of, yay, and Julia Fox. They're done. That's it. <laughs> the end of that. No, so Julia Fox, okay, so, you know, when I had dinner with Kanye, this was the girl who was there with him, and I met her there, and she was there with her friends, and they had a lot to say and a lot of opinions about a lot of things, and I remember in that meeting saying, I don't know if she gonna work, because there's a certain level of echelonish that one reaches in their career and she's maybe on her way. She's not there yet, but that's a lot to step into. That world is a lot. Just like the Floyd Mayweather's, those levels, the Rihanna's, when you step at that level of the game, you have the whole world at your feet. And some people are not ready for that. And I don't know if that's what went down between Julia and Kanye. Cause I haven't asked him. I've tried to stay out of his relationships, but uh, they've ended this romance after uh, a couple months of hanging out together. Now, I don't know whether I call it a relationship or a situationship or whatever, because clearly he was dressing her up and showing her off and she was showing up for it. She was, she was showing up for work. But now less than a week ago on the caller daddy podcast, Julia was talking about the relationship. Do we have the audio? We don't even have it. Next time we pull the audio. And she was talking about how it was this and that. And that's what they were asking questions about him wanting to get his family back or him making, they're making reference to, I believe it was there, but they were making reference to his affection for Kim Kardashian. I don't know if it was in that interview or later, but I saw it online. Well, either way, Ye has been expressing interest leading up to Monday's announcement that he wants to get his family back. He wants Kim and the family to be there for him and be together as one unit. Now, you know, Kim is over there dating Pete Davidson. We now have, I guess the culture has now named him Skeet. You know, Skeet is what happens when you, when you about to climax and then all of a sudden they taking, um, they're practicing. <laughs> they're shooting you down with the sauce. That's what Skeeting is. Well, anyway, they renamed Pete Skeet. Now, a rep for Julia has spoken out about the relationship or whatever it was, saying Julia and Kanye remain good friends and collaborators, but they are no longer together. Would your friend write a tell-all book about you? I mean, I had a intern with bad hair and a bad underbite write a pamphlet about me. Nobody bought it. She's so ugly, too. Anyway, 
Julia addressed a media outlet's headline that she that said she left the L.A. airport all alone in tears. And this is what Julia said. She said, I haven't cried since 1997 and I especially wouldn't cry over this. She said, if anything, I've been laughing more than before. And if it, I look like shit, it's because I got out of Terminal 1 and ran on foot to Terminal 7 because I was fucking late for a plane to go see the only men that matter, which is my son and my dad. Were we the only one that saw what Julia's role and all this was from the outside? <laughs> Did we think that Ye was going to marry her after being with Kim Kardashian? Not to, And Julia's a sweet girl and, and she's a nice girl. But I don't like what she's doing now with this whole... I'm going to write a book, a tell-all book. How can you write a tell-all book or dating somebody for two months? What are you going to write? What, what? That's that's going to be a pamphlet. It's going to be a pamphlet because it's been two months. And how many times have you been together in two months? We met. He dressed me up. He took me on a couple of trips. He bought me a bag. We broke up. I mean, what is it going to say? Now, Ye hasn't responded to the reports of the split, but he did take time to share his gift for his wife. On Instagram, take a look. He posted this black truck filled with roses. And the, yay, where did you get the wrapping on the car? Where did you, how did you get letters on the side of the truck that day? And you know you rich and resourceful when you can call somebody and put these words. My vision is crystal clear with the KK. Because his wife's name is Kim Kardashian. You know, if I was on the outside, I'd be saying, yo, this is going to be the best album rollout of all time. But it's actually, this is all actually really happening in real time. Now, he's put up images on his Instagram of a burning house. And he said, we going in the burning house. And then when I thought about all the posts he's been posted on social media, he's burning the house down. That's the artistic genius of Kanye West. Now, people want me to be so mad. They want me to hate him so bad. They are so, you guys are so jealous that I have become friends with Kanye West. I, I am honored to be friends with Kanye West. Are you crazy? Are y'all all going to throw out all his shoes? Are you going to throw out all his clothes? Are you going to burn all his music? No. Y'all still listen to Bump and Grind by R. Kelly. And you've seen him giving back shots to a 14-year-old. So shut the fuck up. Okay? Please stop holding me to different levels of accountability than you hold yourself. Uh, somebody early on social media said Kanye West is the new OJ. You think Kanye is going to get in a car and go and kill the mother of his children? Not going to happen. I'm going to tell you what I think is happening. And this is Jason Lee's opinion. This has nothing to do with Ye. This has nothing to do with Kim. I don't know. I'm not talking to these people this intimately about it because it's their family situation. But as a spectator, I got a job to do. I think Ye is tired of being gaslit and is now choosing to use his voice and play on the playground that the Kardashians have uh, monopolized for years. They know how to play in the media. And he knows what drives them crazy the most is when all of the conversation online is about him and her and not skims, not beauty products, not anything. Nobody has talked about one thing Kim Kardashian has wore all week. Not one person has talked about one SNL skit all week. Not one person has talked about the Super Bowl more than they've talked about Kanye. He is dominating social media. He's dominating the internet he every press interview press clipping and i'll be honest with you the petty 
animal inside of me is loving it. Loving it. Because he is giving it to them. Now, the crazy part is I think Kim is so smart. Every time she texts him, she knows he's going to share it. So she's posting, she's texting him what she, what she wants him to share. So I think in many ways, she's gaslighting him too by saying, you're creating a safe, unsafe environment for me and Pete and blah, 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 knowing that he's going to post it. So he posted it. Do we have what he posted? Huh? Do we have it? Let me see what he posted about that. Uh, basically, uh, she said, there are dangerous people out there and this is scary and it doesn't have to be. And he said, I will always do everything, protect you and our family forever. And I listened to you and told everyone to make sure nothing physical happens to Skeet. <laughs> it's the pettiness for me. And I'm here for it. I'm sorry. And I'm sorry that people think, oh, Jason, you're supposed to evolve. I'm not Oprah. Okay, I am not Gil King. And not no shade towards them, but I'm not them. This is what I do for a living. Yes, we, oh, you know, and I saw what Sean King had to say online. Y'all know I'm not a fan of Sean King. I wasn't a fan of Sean King before Kanye. But I will tell you, it's so interesting that he has a lot to say about other people. But then when people start questioning how he's making all that money, how he's spending money, and how he's gaslighting people and their feelings around the deaths of black men and profiting off of it, he doesn't want to be questioned. Who the fuck are you to not be questioned? I question you and you blocked me, Sean King. They say you is white. Your birth certificate got, got white mama, white daddy. And people called, Tamika Mallory called me and told me I shouldn't be doing that because you're out here doing all this good work. I don't give a fuck about your Instagram, Sean King. It's my job to question you just like I question everybody else. But you, but black people, y'all want me to attack Kanye West all day because he fight with the Kardashians. Just last month, y'all hated the Kardashians, said all they do is steal black men in black culture. Y'all got to decide what you want. Now, I love Kim Kardashian. Y'all know I think she's beautiful. You know, I think Tracy Romulus is a gaslighting instigator who profits off of the struggles between Kardashians and everybody. She literally profits because she's paid. I think Kris Jenner is sleep at the wheel. She told me to call her if I have a problem. Well, clearly you put this social media pit bull in a place. I got to deal with her. I mean, I've known Kris since 2010, but unless you're bringing Kris a bag, she don't want to talk to you. You know, all the things they say about Kris Jenner, I'm starting to believe are true. I mean, maybe my smoke, maybe my head was so far up their ass I didn't see, but I'm, I'm, I'm woke now. What I will say clearly night is day is Kanye is doing what Kanye wants to do. And all I would say to everybody is, what I will say to Kanye is, you got to do a better job of balancing out the creative with all the shots you're taking so people can see the whole picture of who you are. I think people should go and see his documentary, uh, Genius. It is an amazing documentary that made me very emotional because you can see the, the relationship with his mom, like I was saying. And uh, But I don't feel sorry for anybody. And people say, oh, well, Jason, if something bad happens to Kim Kardashian, the blood is on your hands. How? I'm not tweeting. I'm not posting on Instagram. Blood ain't on my hands. I'm simply watching the movie that you're watching. And we're all enjoying it. When he did that meme with Taylor Swift and Billie Eilish and all those people, I ain't going to lie. I fell out. When he said, all those women over there owe me an apology, including Corey, I fell out. Because it's the level of pettiness for me. Y'all be flip-flopping. Y'all want me to hate him one day, like him the next day. Go Kanye one day. Hate. Like You talk about his mental health. Social media has a mental health check that they need bipolar ass tweets and texts 
you like him, you don't have to like what he does. I like him. I may not agree with everything he does, but that's okay. And stop with the whole canceling cancel culture because y'all not gonna drop. Y'all not gonna y'all not gonna cancel him. Ye could drop a new pair of Yeezys right now. They'd be sold out before I get off the show. Right now. And y'all be posting on your Instagram. Got the new Yeezy drop. <laughs> Do we have the post where he said he's learning and all that? Yeah. Okay, well. Do we have the post with him as the Marvel people? Yes. Let's just go through the, let's just go through these posts. I'll take a look. Okay. There was this one where he said, the, the internet has found it not found a decent picture of Skeet. Then there was this one where he X Pete's face out of a picture with Kid Cudi when he got into it with Kid Cudi about their relationship with him. Then there was this one. Yeah, that was a lot. This man, Ye has also kind of outed the relationship with um, a former relationship, allegedly. Allegedly. With Hillary Clinton and Pete Davidson. He alleged that they were involved somehow. This is getting messy. If we find out that while Bill Clinton was with Monica, Hillary was with Pete, I'm I'm logging out. I'm logging all the way out. All right. Well, when y'all call in, tell me what y'all think of this. Bye. Let's put up the phone number really quick in the link so that way people can come in. It's 1402 and Make sure you save this number right now. You're going to be able to come up and talk to me shortly. Okay. Well, it's time to pay the bills. Starting Monday, February 21st, VH1's got you covered in ink. Uh, oh, let me start over. These reads are a lot, y'all. This is a real life commercial. No, go back to before. We're going to start the whole commercial package. Can we start pre-taping commercials? Why are we doing this? Whatever. <laughs> Pay the bills. Okay. <laughs> Starting Monday, February 21st, VH1's got you covered in ink with back-to-back new episodes of Black Ink Crew New York and Black Ink uh, Crew Sh- uh, Compton. You heard correct. Two different cities, two premieres, one night. Starting at 8 p.m. It's Caesar and the New York Crew. And this season, they're in Brooklyn and trying to do it big. Uh, but we all know new hood means new problems. Now, Tati's facing felony charges. Alex has to choose between love and his career, and everyone's coming for Caesar. He's clearly the star of the show. But that's just the beginning. At 9 p.m., we're headed to the West Coast where KP is trying to keep his dream of owning the first tattoo shop in Compton alive. But everything is changing. His city, his crew, and Compton are switching up. Uh, With Black Ink Chicago vet Cat Black and Lemire opening up his own shop, will KP boss up or shut down? It's the tale of two cities that uh, only you can catch right here on VH1's Monday nights. Black Ink Crew New York returns Monday, February 21st at 8, 7 Central, followed by Black Ink Crew Compton at 9, 8 Central, only on VH1. And I'll be right there to get all the tea. All right. Now, look, let me tell you how to get this merch really quick. You can go to HollywoodUnlocked.com slash shop. It's all there for you. The new merch is not there yet. Why? Because China fucking around with my product. But it's almost here. We almost got it. All right. And you could also become a true supporter of the Gag Nation by going to our YouTube channel, Hollywood Unlocked, over on YouTube and subscribe for $1.99 a month and get all these emojis. Okay, cool. Follow us over at the Gag Nation Instagram. It's right here. We are a verified account, so there's no need to be looking for us anywhere else. And um, yeah, I got a new studio. And Halle Berry was there the other day. I know I'm not supposed to say anything, but she was. Go ahead, take a look at the commercial. Welcome to Hollywood Unlocked Studio. 
Hollywood Unlocked Studios is a full-service, high-end, one-stop shop for all people who want to create podcasts, photo shoots, or other content. When I started Hollywood Unlocked, it was my podcast, Hollywood Unlocked Uncensored, that actually put me on the map. And so I understood how important it was to be able to put texture to a brand. But what I didn't know was where to find the resources to get the help that I needed to bring those dreams to life. And now that I'm making it, I want to make the opportunity available to you to be able to come in and create your own podcast, do a photo shoot, or create your own dreams right here in the middle of Hollywood in a full service, one-stop shop to service your needs. To join our community or rent the space to bring your dreams alive, go to hustudios.com. Yeah, go over and rent the space, y'all. It's black owned, black operator. Okay, let's get into let's do the gagging. One four zero two gagging. That's the way you get in here. Now let's be very clear. Before you call in, get it up on the prompter. Before you call in, make sure that you. Uh, turn off your echo cancellation because I don't want to hear that. And when you call in, make sure you're paying attention to me and not the live stream. All right. Now, Sharon, what are you doing in the hospital? <sighs> Jason, Jason, Jason. Let me tell you. Um, had a little infection in the eye. Had to get another surgery. But I'm here. Okay. First two weeks, last two weeks, I wasn't in the condition to get up. But, you know, I said, look, I gotta be there for Jason. So I'm here in the hospital. I told the motherfuckers don't come in my room. Not until after 12. They know not to open that door. If they do, y'all gonna hear a thing or two. But I'm here, Jason. Wait, wait. So, wait, so are you gonna make it out of the hospital? What's going on? Yeah, I'm gonna make it out of the hospital. You know, I'm a trooper. You know, this is this is Queen Sharon that we're talking about here, okay? Um, I should be out any day now. I'm doing better. I'm doing better. Doing what I gotta do. Just a little hard to see, but you know, I'm I'm hey, making sure, it work. Sure. Why is the Wi-Fi better in the hospital than at your house and in your okay, truck? Okay, see, what we're not going to do, Jason. Mm-mm. You see, we're not going to go off on my Wi-Fi. See, you talking about my Wi-Fi and everything like that. See, it's my phone Wi-Fi. That's the reason why it's so good right now. So what you're able to see, because I got the iPhone now. See, so you're able to see the iPhone Wi-Fi. That's what it is. Okay. We, we need mm-hmm. to do a show with you and Weenie Pooh from the hospital. Like, y'all both side by side. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That would be something. In our bonnets, too. I said, oh, Lord, I got to get on the show uh, on my in, in my nightgown and in my bonnet. But I was like, nope, for Jason, I'll do it. I'll do anything. Mm-hmm. Okay, wait, before we go for it, what did you think about hanging out with Nene Leakes that last time? I was oh, there? my gosh. I was going to say that. First, I want to say watching you speak for K Ministries was amazing. And seeing you speak on that panel, um, if anybody has ever seen Jason speak in person, it is awesome and amazing watching him speak on screen. But to see him speak in person is a totally different experience. I thought you brought humor and it was amazing. And afterwards hanging out and being in Jason's world. I mean, we was just in the hookah lounge and we was hanging out with Nene. You know, Jason, when I first stepped into the uh, section, I thought I saw her look me up and down like this. (laughs) Like, who is this girl? That's what I thought I saw, Jason. That's what I thought I saw. But I let her pass because she was with her little man. But I ain't going to say nothing. I'm going to keep it. I'm going to keep it quiet. Mm-hmm. But I like her moves though. She was cute. She's cute. Nene is cute yeah. in person. Isn't isn't her and her boyfriend cute though? They are so cute. They are really cute. I was like, man, she done shut up, Sharon. But she, she she's they're cute. They're cute. All right. 
So what do you think about everything we talked about today? Um, let's get into it. Let's get into the messy report, Jason. Um, Kodak Black, okay? Um, now, uh, this is why Black folks need to take their ass home, okay? See, Black folks always have a problem with staying somewhere when they're not supposed to. It's after a movie, they want to stay after the movie. It's after a game, they want to stay after a game. It's after the club, they want to stay after the club. No, you stayed for the event, take your ass home. That's how your ass gets shot. I don't feel bad for Kodak Black. That's karma. That motherfucker got karma. You wanted to say something about Nipsey? It is what it is. Nigga, be happy you got shot in the motherfucking leg. Okay? Um, now, uh, Diddy. Okay? Now, the guy may have mental issues that was trying to break into his house. I don't feel sorry for the motherfucker because guess what? He wasn't that mental to not to know whose house he was breaking into. He knew he was breaking into Diddy's motherfucking house. So I don't feel motherfucking sorry for him. You shoot first. You ask questions later. So you come into my property. Motherfucker, you going to get shot. Okay, now the baby. Now Brandon should have known better than to fuck with the baby when the baby jumped up and slapped the shit out of that woman at one of his concerts. Okay, he should have known not to fuck with the baby. Everybody need to leave the baby alone. That motherfucker is crazy. That nigga is crazy. And if you have not learned by now, that nigga don't give a fuck. Leave the baby alone. Brandon, you got what you got. That motherfucker rolled your ass down the goddamn alley like you was a motherfucking bowling ball, bitch. And I don't give a fuck if he grabbed your hair or not. Fighting is fighting. Now, Eminem. Good for Eminem for standing up and doing, or kneeling down, and doing for what he believes in. I think, you know, props to him for doing that. But it answered a lot of questions. It answered a lot of our problems. From now on, if us black folks want to do anything controversial, the only thing that we have to do is do it with a white person, okay? You want to kneel? Do it with a white person. Ain't no questions gonna get asked. So, questions to it's been answered. Our problems have been answered. Do it with a white person, okay? Now, Kanye West. I never liked him and Julia together anyway. Uh, you know, I, I, I thought that she was just a rebound hoe, and this gives me bitter hoe all day long. I mean, the nut has not settled in this bitch's stomach before she has decided to write a book, a tell-all book on Kanye West, okay? She could have at least let the goddamn nut process through her body before she decided to sit there and write a book on Kanye West, okay? Uh, bitter bitch is what it spells to me. Uh, what else do I have? Oh. That's it. Now, remember, there is nothing too messy for the messy report, and we cover the mess so you don't have to stress. That's all, Jason. Coming for you live from the hospital. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty messy. Um, that was pretty messy for sure. Uh, well, I'm glad that you're uh, uh, back to doing well and that you can see. Again, if you guys want to come in right now, this is the link to come up here live. Uh, we have a few more slides. Make sure you get up here. What happened? The days that people used to be fighting to come over here, now they like to be in the comments. What's going on with that? Mm. Sharon, did you get into it with every gag nation person that was here? No, absolutely not. You know, the what the, the twins they just commented on a picture of mine's on Instagram. We saw Corinthian on Bigo. Um, I don't know what happened with Rarty. He found Jesus and apparently lost bagging. Um, you know, so. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know where Zaydon is crazy as a motherfucker, you know. Uh, other Wait, than we that, don't have, we don't have Jesus here at Gag Nation. I mean, they could come over here and and praise the Lord with us. We Absolutely, we right after we get done talking about dicks, we pass the worship uh, worship plate around. I can't, Jameer. Go ahead. Speaking of dicks, <laughs> <laughs> Jason, I do. Um, um, I can say even though Sharon, first of all, Queen Sharon, I hope you get well soon. 
Jason, Thank I want you. to congratulate you on everything that you're doing. It's like you're really manifesting everything that you said, like everything you said for sure. And my my take on the Gag Nation people, I know once I get around, those motherfuckers ain't even give me the chance to be a part of the fucking clique or whatever. So I'm not sure what happened with them, but trust me, it was like some VIP Gag Nation shit going on. Whereas I had to keep it so <laughs> Was, it, was it really? Was there some VIP Bullying. Gag Bullying shit, yes. I never got forgiven for calling that guy a queen, which I apologize a thousand times for. Wait, who did call anyway. Gotti. It was Gotti. But um, but Gotti. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but um, I do want to talk about the baby and the brother. All right, so first, um, the brother got exactly what he deserved. You don't go on a national platform and threaten some nigga who claimed in one of his songs that he killed a nigga in Walmart in front of his two-year-old daughter. So, Brandon Bill, you got what the fuck you deserve. Number one, after he got his ass up, the first thing he should have did was went to the motherfucking barbershop and cut that shit off his fucking hair. Because after getting ragged out like that, I would have had I would have had to reevaluate some things. And he need to put that motherfucking phone down because that's what got his ass beat up in the first motherfucking place. And Jason, I'm gonna tell you, I'm as sure as the baby. And um, when somebody say it's on site, I'm definitely going to swing first because the last thing you're going to do is knock me the fuck out. That's one of my biggest fears. So when you <laughs> short, like when you file for something, you better fucking swing first. So Brandon Bills, and the last thing with him, I got a problem with him saying nigga. I got a fucking problem with him saying nigga. It sounds like a fucking racial slur coming out his mouth. So Brandon Bills, do the fuck better and stop picking up your fucking phone, pussy. Um, Next, Kodak Black. Jason. Why do Kodak Black look like he either in heat or he got rabies? Like, it's something about him that make me fucking itch when I see him. Number one, he got bigger problems. He need to fucking learn how to condition that shit he call hair. Number two, he need to take a fucking note out of Bobby Schmurder book and just dry hump the air on Instagram and stay the fuck out of trouble. Ain't this nigga out on probation? Like, this, didn't this nigga get pardoned by Trump? So how the fuck is he allowed to continuously be in all this motherfucking mess and keep getting slaps on the wrist? I'm over Kodak Black. I hear that he's a good rapper. I can't pay attention to the fucking music because his antics overpowered the fucking music. And the last thing I got to say, Jason, about Julia Fox, she looked like a fucking box of raw Purdue chicken. She was never going fucking last. She was literally used for what she was used for, which was like a fucking air mattress. He... Let me shut up. Let me shut up. Because I was about to get in my bag. Let me shut the not fuck up. Not an air mattress. Yes, you know what an air mattress. You just blow that bitch up and then you um throw the air out when you're done with it. That's exactly what she was. Like, you ain't no special looking John. You look fucking pelly shit. Like, come on. Like, Kanye West, the thing to make Kim Kardashian mad is to get a beautiful black woman that could get her hair braided like Northwest. If you really want to make her mad, get someone that can get the same hairstyles as Northwest and Chicago West. But these dry Purdue chickens ain't happening, bro. Um, and that's all I got to say, uh, Jason. You need to, you need to get you need some prayer in your life because you done lost your damn mind. Amberlynn, this is just a trio that I know is going to get us in trouble. Go ahead. <laughs> Kodak Black, I'm so tired of his ugly ass. Like, he looks like the hood version, the sideshow Bob. He need to go sit the fuck down somewhere. That's why he got shot. Okay, P. Diddy was visited by Biggie Smalls' ghost. He came with a spin night bag. He said, nigga, you gonna pay somebody. Okay, the baby, I'm so tired of him. Now, okay, there's no rules in fighting. I get that. 
But this man rolled up with nobody. First of all, if he threatening people, roll up with a whole fucking gang of people so that they can all fight. The baby, his whole fucking crew, I'm talking about everybody came through. Kiki jumped out with her motherfucking wig on and started punching a nigga like, damn, everybody got on you like you're an idiot. You don't never show up, even if it's supposed to be peaceful, you show up with your people like you was wilding the fuck out. When it comes to uh, to Eminem, I love Eminem. I loved his music. It was very uh, helpful when I grew up. But I think that he's searching for clout. That's why he knelt. You know what I'm saying? He needs something to bring him back. You know, he's old and tired, like that makeup that he used to cover up all of those wrinkles on his face. You know what I'm saying? He's searching for clout. Um, Snoop Dogg, he always dresses in the blue. He's a crip. You know what I'm saying? He's always going to have the swag and always going to be dressed up in the blue rags and all of that. His bitch looked like a bobblehead with the outfit on. I'm sorry. She looked terrible. She needed to sit down. She looked real old. You know, it didn't suit her because she's not a hood bitch. You know what I'm saying? She's just a bitch that he found back when they was kids. You know, so wait, it just wait, 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 wait. I love her. She's a she's a sweet woman and she's pretty. She is not pretty to me. She got a big ass dome and that wig is not covering up shit. If that shit got to, if that wig gotta cover up your hairline and you still got five fucking full heads on top of your head, it's a problem, sis. I'm so sorry. Hey, do your thing. You loved her and you still with her. That's your boo. Handle your business. Going back to the Super Bowl, I think that it was fire. I think the Super Bowl uh, halftime show was good. I love the whole situation. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, Eminem is searching for clout. I'm not with it. Mary J did her thing. She could be auntie. She could be whoever the fuck she is. She's motherfucking iconic. They did their motherfucking shit, and I'm looking forward to what happens next. Period. <laughs> Let's take a call because this group is nothing but problematic. I'm sorry. Hi. Hello. Next call. Hello. Hello. Next caller. Hello. What's up? Hello. What's up? How you doing, Jason? I'm doing good. How are you? I was gonna say, like, please give a break to Eminem. Like, he is trying out here. He's trying. He's been down for the bike for a long time for Detroit. Okay, he might be a little old, a little white, a little, a little um, chunky breast, but he's still been down. Okay, he, he he's been down. He's he's a nice roasted chunky breast. Okay. Now for, for Kanye West, Kanye West is a genius as you said, but he didn't get him to go to Africa, give him to Africa. Right? He didn't go to Africa, he didn't go to Nigeria, down down the deep room in the Congo and put my big booty uh, like an African Kim Kardashian. And, and, just, and just shake that ass and like Prince was trying to come off the stage because she couldn't dance. So I'll get a bitch to get do that the left cheek, right cheek, and have that nigga going like a wild way. You can come back to black. He can dance around black. He can tip on in black. He can go back, back to black. Kanye, he needs you in Africa, Kanye. Um, what else is there? Uh, Julia Fox, uh, pass her up. She's, she's okay. She'll be OD next week sometime. Um, and, uh, but Jason, I find you a pretty amazing. Um, I'm moving out to LA next year. So sorry about your studio. So God bless you guys. And uh, God bless. Uh, don't give me that face. Don't give me that face. You know it's true. You know, OD by next week. Goodbye. 
and then he took this lady right here though. Now, Rhonda, you look you look innocent. What you want with this group? Oh, I'm very new, Jason. You're absolutely right. I want to talk about uh Miss Fox. What's uh Kanye's jump off? The one that pales in comparison to Kim Kardashian. Can we, we say, talk about oh, her wait, for a minute? Wait, Julia Fox. She, what is she writing the book about? When you say pales in comparison, were you was that a was that like a play on words? Yes, it was, honey. I mean, look at that. What is she expecting? Now she's writing a book about her and Kanye? Really? It's what a tell What did she have to say about Kanye? It's a tell all. I don't know. I don't know. You his friend now. So get me some tea. <laughs> Give us some tea now. What is going on? Is Kanye really losing it, losing it with Kim? Because I really feel bad for him, to be honest with you. Because he he wifey her. He actually made her his wife, and he wants his four kids. One thing you can say about Kanye is that he doesn't have kids all over the place, right? Kim, his wife, those are his only four kids, right? Yeah. So I feel bad for him. He really wants his family back, but she doesn't want him, and he's got to move on. But this Julia Fox, I mean, can you imagine coming right behind Kim Kardashian? who's really one of the most beautiful women on the planet. I mean, you got to give it to her. She's very beautiful. And to come behind her with Kanye and Julia Fox, the best way to describe her to me is that she's like just a pile of goo, you know, like sticky goo. I mean, it's nothing, nothing interesting or exotic about her. So I don't even, I, I can't wait to see what she got to say, but I'm not going to buy the book. Yeah, I don't know how many pages it would be. I mean, it's only been two months, maybe like four or five. Maybe it's a quick read. Just tell me the cliff notes. I don't know. But All nice right. to meet you. You got to keep coming back every Tuesday. We're here. Well, thanks for having me on. Bye, guys. Of course. Okay, bye. Let's take another call. <laughs> Hello? Next caller. <laughs> Well, y'all a mess. Hello? Am I back on the line? Oh, sorry. Next caller. Hello? Hello? Next caller? Wouldn't it be dope <laughs> if, if yeah, Julia called in? Hello? Hello? Hi. Hey, Jason. Oh, I just wanted to talk about the Kanye West stuff. I feel like everybody always wants to say that he's going crazy, but he ain't going crazy. He just want to be around his family and his kids. Ain't nothing wrong with that. And he's just making a few jokes out of everything, you know? Yeah, I mean, listen, everybody has a different view on it. I, I have found it to be uh, very interesting. You know, again, I think that he's uh, playing on the playground that they play on. And he's doing it his way. And he's been uh, making light of it and making it funny. Uh, but I also understand the other conversation. People are saying that it's creating an uncomfortable situation for everybody involved. But, I mean, he was made uncomfortable, too. So. Yep, he's he, he over there tearing up the house and burning it down, like you said. <laughs> oh, he definitely burning the house down. Well, listen, thank you for calling. Um, okay, let's see. What up, Halo? Hey. 
Um, how are you? I know you're um, you're all right. You're gagging. Um, it's all right. I'm gagging. Sorry. I want to say great health to Kodak. Um, I want to say Brandon and the baby honestly need to work things out. You know, now that they don't got their brawl over. Because they, you know, they are a family and they got to think about the future and um, their niece. Well, the baby's daughter and the niece. And then I want to say, I appreciate Eminem for speaking out because we definitely need more people who are not black that do have more higher privileges to speak out, you know, because we definitely need the support. We deserve the support and we're all human and we're all the same. We're equal. You know, we should be treated as such in every aspect of life. Um, I also want to say, um, ooh, for um, for Diddy, I want to say the artists honestly could have just stood outside the gate and played their music. Like, why did they have to go inside the house? That didn't make sense to me. <laughs> like, it just seemed kind of little. I would have got, got me a power generator and a big old juju box, <laughs> and I'd have played that thing. That whole block would have heard me. I'd have made him come to me. Exactly. It has some friends outside dancing, you know, like, hey, like, you know, like, like this is a vibe, you know, and he's coming outside like, you know, people's really rocking with this. I like this, you know, I'm telling you somebody's going to do that. Watch. And then I want to say, um, I also want to say um, for Kanye, I really appreciate him doing what he did and following his heart. And um, even though it was hard to let his ex go, um, it was great for him to do that because he does love Kim. And if he's, you know, um, going for Kim and shooting for Kim, it's better for him to be alone. And maybe they can even be friends now. And then later on the line, down the line, like you said, they'll be together. Um, I also wanted to say. Uh, Y'all going to have to have these notes organized because I am not waiting for you to find your I'm notes. Sorry. Oh, dang it. Um, I also want to say I want to come to Hollywood Unlocks um, Studios. I will for sure come there. And everybody should definitely invest in that because let me tell you guys, it's a great thing. And he is a black creator. He's a black leader, you guys. We got to support him. We got to uplift him. He is definitely doing great things for our culture and for us. And this really is, you know, this is real life. You know, let's you. live it. Listen, Hollywood Unlock Studios is available 24, well, not 24 7, 9 to 6, a2studios.com. Check it out. Thank you. Okay, let's take one more phone call. I'm enjoying my popcorn. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. Yeah, hi. My name is Susan. I just wanted to look at the whole situation with Eminem kneeling from a different perspective. I feel like I get it. We do need allies. However, it's still our struggle and it's still our fight. Why does why he's the only white person? Again, it's like his double standard. Why is he only we're praising Eminem because he, 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 he kneels? I appreciate that. But he and other black people needed to kneel. I would have liked that better. This is too symbolic. It's too much of a pat on the head. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now you got it. You got it. You got to kneel. No, 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 no. Everyone kneels. That's resistance. And I almost, I almost, I almost feel like the whole. Asshole. I almost feel. I almost think that the whole movement is gone at this point. Like people supported the Super Bowl. Yes, showed up. And that's what happened. Perform, so that's I, what I happens know. when certain people 
when certain people get a hold of our thing, they create it like the uh, Me Too movement, all of that. These white yeah, people but come some and people, take some it like people would argue with you. Language. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Some people would argue with you and say we forgot our movement until a white man got on his knee. You know, because it was our movement, but we we yeah. been, we haven't been talking about this in months. It's true. It's true because people, you know, folks are paying bills, taking care of their kids. However, I still think that this is just another uh, example of how we create things. They, they wrangle it up, take it, and change it. Now, woke means something totally fucking different. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm in the office and people talking about woke. You don't know what woke means. Woke means something totally different to you than it means to me. Hmm. Well, thank you. So I'm glad don't that I'm... come and use my language. Thank and you. I'm supposed I'm... To be... Thank you. I'm glad that I'm woke too. Listen, y'all. Thank you for tuning in. I am getting ready to go to Atlanta tomorrow and then Miami because I got more work I got to do. This year started off really great. I appreciate everybody who tunes in and supports us every week. Uh, there's so much going on. I wish I had, you know, and it's coming soon, a show every day. We could talk about things that are happening every day, okay? But listen, in the meantime, this is where we are, okay? But it's time for thoughts and prayers. The other day, uh, somebody asked me, what do you do when you get everything you want? You have the money, the fame, the things that you pray for. What's next? And my answer was very, very simple. Uh, you, you, you give thanks and keep grinding. I mean, that's what brings in more blessings. I've learned that there's always more to do and there's always a new goal to check off the list. I'm so grateful for how I've come, not even in totality, but just this, this uh, year. But I never forget that there's so much more for me to do. And I just want to be the greatest to ever do it, whatever it is. And on the journey to being the greatest, uh, you can't just sit back and think what you did in the past will carry you through. You never hear Apple talk about how great the iPhone 3 was. Uh, they keep moving and continue to make a new phone and make things better. You have to take on their model, just like I have, and update, adapt, and make things better. That's the only way to be great. This week, don't focus on what you've accomplished. Take the time to achieve the next goal. All right, that's it. Uh, make sure you're following me on all things social media. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. I'm also at HollywoodUnlocked.com with a newsletter that we put out every day. And also, we stream as much as we are uh, a live show, so make sure you're downloading us everywhere. I actually like listening to this show in the car. If you've never listened to us in the car, listen to us with your headphones on, try it. All right, here's my phone number two. For those of you that want to text me, 310-388-6463. Tap in with your boy. I'm out. Peace. Peace.